Okay, babe, who do you need to be today to build that six, seven, eight-figure empire you want tomorrow? If you want the strategies, the skills, the secrets every female entrepreneur needs to stay inspired, lead like her highest self, and strategize her business for success, and if you want to hear real stories from powerhouse women on a mission to make an impact, how they have paved their own way to success, and discovered who they needed to be to get to every next level from plateau to prosperity, then get a coffee and grab your notepad. You're in the right place. I'm Sarah Delane, and you're listening to the Lead Like Her podcast. Not just for women, but because of women. Okay, so one of the main things, let's kick it off. The topic tonight is when to reinvent, especially in business, reinvent personal, reinvent business. So the two separate categories. So I'm going to share a couple of stories. Why? Because, um, because the journey is never a straight line. <laughs> the journey is always up and down all over the place. And so I just kind of wanted to share openly about some of my personal experiences, um, having gone through, I feel like two reinventions. I feel pretty confident, pretty strongly about that. So, <laughs> um, so sit back and chill. If you had watched one of the other episodes, we talked about numerology, um, which <laughs> I'm a big fan of. Of course, I didn't know anything about numerology when I sort of went through my first reinvention. I knew nothing. I can't say I knew nothing about astrology. I knew I would always look up stuff. I was always very curious about cycles and flow and you know of yourself and then obviously how that translates to your career but at the time when I sort of went through my first reinvention in my own career like I feel like I knew nothing granted I was 27 and I was coming off of a very successful you know already 15 year success in an industry that um was probably one of the most difficult industries in the world. And yet I couldn't get hired. Work dried up, like just opportunities didn't come together. Like everything felt very forceful. It didn't feel easy. Um, connections, just creativity, I, everything was all over the place. And most importantly, you know, the industry shifted. And so we're always going through so many industry shifts, but this was such a massive impact on one industry that there were so many people who couldn't get hired, like couldn't find work. What it was, what they called it at the time was offer only. And you couldn't, you couldn't get seen. You couldn't, you couldn't even go in for an interview. You know, there was nothing, no possibility. It was like, yes, we know who you are. We're good. Um, and I had friends who were more successful than I was, and they were even having, you know, problems. And so what that really brought up for me in that moment, I'm sitting there as 20, I want to say 27, either 26 or 27. And I was literally like, wow, I, I have no control over my success. I have no control over my career. Right. And this isn't to say that I was in, you know, a defeatist mindset. Of course, we can always take on the positive perspective of like, you always have control over your own success. Right. But just being super real, it was the first time that I really, really realized that I was waiting for other people to say yes to me. 
I was waiting for, um, not just waiting, I, they had the option to say yes or no, meaning I didn't have any, I didn't have any control over my, my growth and my success. And I felt like I was only in one tiny little area and I didn't know anything else. I didn't know how to create opportunities for myself outside of this one tiny little area. Um, and to be honest, there were some things that in order to succeed more, I was asked to do things that went completely against my morals, completely against my values at the time, you know, and, and really just didn't make me feel, they weren't very, empowering to women. <laughs> Let's just say that. And I mean, I find it fascinating and so inspiring now, you know, like back then I would take $50,000 pay cut because I wasn't open and willing to do certain things that went against my value system. And now I make more money empowering women to make money, to make six figures and up doing things that make them feel purposeful and inspired and empowered. So that full circle. <laughs> but flashing back at the time, I just, I, I didn't know what to do. And so I literally put everything on hold. I was like, I had one of those, you know, call it a heart calling. It was definitely, I was going through a deep spiritual awakening, a deep spiritual transition and transformation at the time. And, you know, and so that looking back, I was in a nine year right? So another quick little side note, I invite you calculate your basic numerology, find out what year you're in, um, just to find just to understand the flow and the cycles of growth for you and the cycles of awareness for yourself personally, and then your business and those two are separate. And I didn't know that at the time, I was also going through a Saturn's return in astrology, didn't know that at the time. And so I really just put everything on hold. And I was like, I need, I need to reinvent. I need to, you know, all I knew at the time, I knew psychology, I knew emotional mastery. Um, and I knew that I was the brand. That's all I knew. I understood branding. I understood psychology, but in all honesty, I didn't know how to sell something. I didn't know how to brand something. This was complete foreign. It was innate. It was taught because of the industry that I was in. So I knew the foundation of it and knew what we were just, you, you just, you are like, you are the brand. And it's one of the reasons why doing personal branding is something that I'm so passionate about teaching women and how to create a strong personal brand so that then they can position themselves as leaders so that then they can um, make more money online. Those aren't everything in the world, but it's really for the women who see themselves wanting to have a purposeful impact in the world to make a difference in the world having a strong personal brand is so key more on that later at the time like i said i knew nothing other than i i, I had this heart spiritual calling so i literally i packed up everything or excuse me i sold half of my stuff packed up the rest like packed in my little like Z3 coupe, the little hard top, like a racer one. I'm, I'm just, I'm such an like old school vintage car girl. Classic cars are so my jam. And I loved this car. I called it the Mary Poppins car because it wasn't the convertible. It was the hard top. And I stuffed that thing to the rim as far as it could go. Like I said, I called it a Mary Poppins car because whatever could fit in there and somehow it miraculously did. And I packed everything up. And I went on, you know, a soul journey, a spiritual journey. I needed to reconnect with myself. I needed to find out what was more 
um, what my passion was now I needed to, um, I needed to reinvent, you know? And so it was kind of that, that nine year is what I call my phase of, you know, from Hollywood actress to like Sedona shaman. <laughs> that was that nine year phase for me. And I really sat for three years meditating on a vortex in Sedona, learning all of these shamanistic tools about energy and uh, just uh, so much. I would, I would never take that back for the world. It completely changed my life. It brought me to a deeper centered place. Um, flash forward, right? That put me on a whole other journey of, of research and learning and understanding deeper psychology. I went through anything and everything I could get my hands on for learning mass um, marketing, branding. Like I just became the sort of student mindset and took on so much information, the things that like I, I didn't go to school for. I started in an industry at 13, okay? I didn't go to college for this. So if anybody is like, I don't know enough to start my own business or grow my own, but like, I didn't go to college. <laughs> Newsflash, I don't know if anybody knows that. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm proud of that at the same time, right? Because I got to choose the education that I wanted. But if you're sitting here, like, like I did, I literally was like, I'm, I didn't go to school for this. How, who am I? to like know all this stuff. You learn the things that you're passionate about. Okay, so just that's one of those moments, like if I can do it and I didn't go to school, I didn't go to college, I didn't learn any of this stuff, but I did. I took it upon myself to learn the things, to, um, to better myself in the areas of personal branding, of business growth, in creating freedom, financial freedom that I had control over. And that to me, I think is so important, especially for women. That's just such a deep mission and passion of mine, because like I said, I didn't, that's, I, I didn't have that. And it was a real like rude awakening where I'm like, I, I'm not in control of my success. And I never want one, I never want to feel like that again. And I never want another woman to feel like no woman should ever have to feel that way. Um, even if she's never gone to college, okay? even if she's never gone to school, no woman should ever feel that way. So absorbed all of that flash forward to then starting my own business again, knowing nothing. I say knowing nothing. I had some foundational stuff, like I said, that I learned through the industry, but it's different putting it into action as your own business. It's it's a different ball game altogether. It's completely different. And so, you know, starting that I was teaching and supporting women in self-love and really being able to master themselves, truly know themselves so that we don't get in our own way. Okay. I will be the first to admit my perfectionism. Okay. <laughs> Which also always love. I love Patricia. I love her. <laughs> she makes sure that everything is excellent. Okay. It's a needed skill to be a leader. It still is. You still need to be a little bit of a perfectionist. So loving all those parts of you um, and teaching about self-love. Flash forward to, I hit a second nine year. This always happens on the nine year. That's why I'm like, track where you are. What is, what year are you in and what year is your business in? And so coincidentally, last year, my business, personally, um, my business was in a nine year. 
and everything transitioned. And so that now I, I, cause I always title the transitions, right? So before it was from Hollywood actress to Sedona shaman, second nine year transition. It was from self-love to self-leadership. So still teaching really powerful skills, but leveling up and evolving those skills, going from teaching self-love and that sort of really deep inner work to then like next level skill set and applying that into leadership and women who, who have that desire to be leaders, have that personal brand, make an impact on the world. That was the next level, not only for myself, but then those type of women that I was serving. And so that was that next reinvention phase <laughs> shift. And some of you have been following me for a while. You've seen me go through these shifts. I'm, I think the fact that we have social media, I think is really brilliant, not only yes for marketing, but because you get to humanize, you get to be human and create that connection with your audience that then potentially turns into clients. And either way, you're just sharing your experience. I think there's something so valuable and vulnerable in that because it doesn't, it's, it's never going to look perfect, right? There's no, even the perfect curated photos of however you want to put the image of your personal brand on social media, you're still going to go through the ups and downs. Nothing is a clean, straight line, and it shouldn't be. We're also women. We live in the realm of creativity. And so to allow all of the beautiful aspects of you going through your transition, don't think uh, again, I've, I've had to check myself on this. Don't think that everything has to be <clears throat> perfect <laughs> in order to succeed. And how you might be starting right now is not how you're going to end up. Maybe one year, maybe two years. Allow yourself that room to flourish and expand and get yourself to the next level. Because I always say, if growth is your goal as a woman, as an empowered entre female entrepreneur, if growth is your goal, which it would be being a female leader, female entrepreneur, right? Then you're always going to be evolving. Everything will evolve. You will evolve. Your business will evolve. Your brand will evolve. Everything and allow that to take place, right? That's just why one of my favorite slogans is now, if you have bigger goals, then just get better shoes. And that means better skills for your self-leadership and <laughs> Better, better business, design it better, make it always be making it look better, better strategies, bigger goals need better, <laughs> better shoes and your shoes are your internal goals or your internal um, skills and your business skills. So all of that to say, you know, one of, um, there was a favorite um, quote that I wanted to share and it was with this mentor of mine because it has to do with commitment and it has to do with um, just really fully being all in whether everything is shifting whether you're in a nine you're just knowing that everything is going to evolve and expand but your level of commitment is you know you often hear in the industry it's like oh just take the first step you know, just like the next best step for whatever you need to do in your business, for yourself personally, just take the next best step, one step. And one of my, like, just such a brilliant piece of advice from my, one of my mentors, he said, it's never about the first step, right? Because you take one step, you're still one foot in and one foot out. So you still have that potential to like, whoop, back out maybe, right? Or like rock the energy backwards. Like, oh, are you sure? Because one foot, it's only there, but it's not fully in. So he's like, it's not the first step. 
It's not needing just take one step. It's always about the second step that determines not just your commitment, but like your energy into what you're doing. The you being fully in, the you being just full-heartedly everything about what you're doing. (laughs) So just keep that in mind, you know, and whether you're stepping in tennis shoes, you're stepping in stilettos, right? You still have to take two steps. It's the second step that's going to determine for you your commitment level. Um, so I always love offering, you know, some, some questions to bring awareness, right? And so wherever you are in business, you might be first starting, or you might be already at somewhere around six figures and you want to get to that next level, wherever that is for you. You might be having, you know, a clear, you're, you're, excuse me, just starting your personal brand, or you might need to rebrand. I've rebranded twice. That happens with a reinvention also. Um, so one Check your numerology, find out where you are personally um, and then where you are in your business. And the way that you simply do that, it's simple addition. Okay, I don't do math in my head. I do, I love subconsciously reprogramming for people. I love doing branding and looking at all the aesthetics and getting to the core of that. But math in my head is not my skill set. Don't make me do it. Okay, I'm a nerd with a calendar. I'm a calculator on my phone. Like it's just, that's not my skill. That's not my jam. So, Basic addition though, okay? Whatever for you personally, if you don't know this, some of you might be like, I already know this, but some people may not, okay? And Fortune 500 companies use this stuff, by the way, okay? This was in a, a previous video on, or on my podcast. They track the cycles of nine that they're in because each one has a different energy, okay? So this is how you calculate it for you personally. It's your birth month plus a day plus the year that it is currently, right? If you wanted to find your personal number, your personal numerology, that would be your month plus your day plus the year you were born. Add all those numbers together. Basic addition, add them, uh, excuse me, continue adding until you get to a single digit. So you can do the same thing with your business. What year did you register your business? Month plus day plus year, that's going to be the number that you're business got started, your numerological number that the business got started. So it's, like I said, it's so, it just brings so much awareness. (laughs) Not, not, I just, I feel like I need a little disclaimer on this because it's not to, you know, disregard the responsibility of different um, fluctuations and transitions in the business. Like oftentimes, you know, whenever something happens and we blame it on Mercury retrograde or Venus retrograde or something, right? Technology or communication is out. It's like, it's a Venus retrograde. This is not to be like, oh my God, shit's going wrong in my business. I must be in a nine year. <laughs> That's not to consider Uh, Or that's not to just like, you know, throw it away to your numerology. And also side note, I shouldn't have said it that way. A little correction on myself because a nine year doesn't mean shit's going to go down in your business. It's actually one of the best years. Reinvention is never a bad thing. Think of it like a retrograde. It's when you reevaluate things. It's when you get to perfect um, or make better the things that you have. Um, You get rid of the things that aren't working. It's so fulfilling. Think of it as like the ultimate spring cleaning. You know, when you just throw a bunch of shit away that like you don't use, it's not working, you don't wear anymore, just anything like clothes, furniture, 
I also did that both nine years I moved. So I sold so much stuff. It's so invigorating. That's what it's like in the business. It's so fulfilling. So there's, again, like I said, there's different energies of each number of, of which, of which year you're in. So I'm just sharing every time I reinvented, it happened to be I was in a nine year and that made so much sense, obviously looking back. So now as a business owner, I've learned track these things to be proactive in my business rather than before when I had no understanding of it. And it was like reactionary. And I feel like I didn't have any roadmap at all. So all of that being said, here's a couple engaging questions for you to just consider for yourself. One, what year are you in? Two, what year is your business in? Um, another one is look at what you're holding on to that doesn't fit your future vision. Future vision is definitely another video all in of itself. If you don't have a future vision for what it is that you want and why you want it, that's a whole other conversation. How do we know where to go if we don't have the vision of what we want? And it's also just being super real. For some reason, it's one of the hardest things to answer, okay? I still struggle with that. Like, what do I want? What is the vision, right? Like, and as much as, and I'm a creative and I work, I love working with multi-creatives because I have a thousand different creative brain or a thousand different creative things going on in my brain at one time. It's what I love when I get to work one-on-one -on -one with clients because then we are just brainstorming so many amazing ideas and taking all of that and then organizing it. So creative minds are beautiful. And yet for some reason, it's also we are somehow the hardest ones with as much creative energy. It's the hardest to have that like future vision of what you want. So spend some time meditating, do a visualization, if you must, whatever you have to do, but get really super clear on what that future vision is. Because then if, if you don't know what the future vision is, then answering the question of looking at what you're holding onto that doesn't fit your future vision, that's not, you're not gonna be able to answer that question. So then you're not gonna be able to let go of the things that aren't working. So you won't be able to like release in order to then move forward faster, right? So it's not just about having the future vision. It's about having the future vision so you can see what's not working and then easily let it go. It makes it so much easier. Like, oh, it doesn't fit, right? It's like a relationship where your values don't align. You're just like, oh, okay, no biggie. Like, it's not you. It's not me. It's just our values. It's just not in alignment, <laughs> okay? Relationships and business, there's such like similarities. I know I ran a business and I also used to teach so much around self-mastery in relationships. So second one um, or third one, train your mind to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. <laughs> this, it's one of those simple, it's like reframing, right? And reframing, it's so easy, right? Reframing is great. Having that sort of just simple awareness around it. And yet, Oh, if you can track your thoughts, your behavior on a daily basis on how much you're focusing on more of what you don't want than what you do want, just track, just play, just see if, just see what comes up for you. <laughs> I've done all of this myself. What I did for myself, I was surprised. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Everything is like, oh, I don't want, no, no, no. That doesn't like, doesn't work. Can't, don't want, like all of those words are reverse energy. Okay. 
Again, separate video. I'm going to talk about the energy of success and the energy of money. It's a whole other video, but it's reverse energy, right? It's opposite to growth, expansion, future vision. It's opposite. So focus on what you want, not what you don't want, and make sure your language is in alignment for that. Um, the next one, plan for personal growth. Like just, just put it in. It's one of the most important, if not the most important. You can have the best strategy, fucking funnel, <laughs> webinar. You can have all of those things set up. You can have the most beautiful backend. You can have the most epic copy on your website, right? You can have it all set up. But if you don't make time and space for your own personal growth, again, you are the brand. You are also your business. So technology fails, you can blame that on Mercury retrograde. But if you don't show up and perform and get the things in your business done, that's on you. It's all on you. So making time for personal growth to get out of your own way, to find out how you're self-doubting, how you're self-sabotaging, these are all normal, right? And they show up, it's such a general term because they show up so specifically for each individual. Um, you could be saying a simple sentence of like, I can't because, and that's a subconscious, that's your, your subconscious mind trying to like, again, that halt, that reverse energy, um, keeping you from the success of, again, that future vision that you want. It's just your brain trying to protect you so we don't villainize it. But again, it's making so much time and putting that as a top value. If you are a female entrepreneur, we have so many things that get in our minds about this, okay? So what skills do you need to learn? What skills are there? This goes beyond mindset. This goes beyond meditation. This goes beyond journaling and you know anything like that. Those are wonderful tools. But again, you want bigger goals, you need better shoes. So what deeper skills, better, more evolved skills do you need for whatever level that you're at right now? Every time I talk to somebody, they're like, okay, I've learned all this and I've read all the books and I've done all this and the courses and da, 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 and there's still something missing. When I know that, it means that they haven't learned the subconscious rewiring techniques, the modalities that actually shift your subconscious for success. It's a whole different, you're taking the subconscious and you're bringing it in front of you and it's like going down, you've been going down one freeway that hasn't been working. <laughs> it wants to keep you detoured. It wants to keep you, right, not running a successful business. And so now we just need to shift highways and put all of your attention. But doing that inside of the mind and shifting those neural pathways, I'm getting into like nerd speak right now. So <laughs> I can't help it. But you have to be able to understand how the mind works, how you, you got to know yourself so well and know when you're either on this pathway that's going to take you to unsuccessful or you're remembering to GPS correct and reroute onto Successville Highway. So making time for personal growth is crucial. I don't know how to stress that enough. I know we, we say it said so much and yet just being super real for some reason, it's like not always consider, this is a perception. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious, you know, if you're listening to this, like on the replay or if you want to put in the chat, like what, you know, do you consider it as a high value? Cause I feel like some people are like, oh no, but I just, I need the next marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's super important. 
But like, if you don't show up, if you get in your own way, then there's going to be nobody to show up for that marketing strategy. You are your business. You are your brand. Okay. Um, and I love little text message ding confirmations on that one. <laughs> okay. So no, make plan for personal growth. What skills do you need to learn? Um, and, and how do you need to, how do you need to improve to get to the next level? That's all it is. Right. And so no judgment on where you are. You're just cool. I'm here. What do I need to get to the next level? Again, growth is your goal. Bigger goals, better shoes. Final one. Um, being able to take your expertise and turn it into an online business, turn it into then um, a really high-end personal brand so that then you can have the freedom and the control over your business. So where in your business is it, like, is it online? Is it still brick and mortar or do you need to go 100% online? What else needs to um, happen within that business model for you to then get to the next level of growth? Usually um, you're either just starting and you need to take your expertise. You have all of these ideas and you're just like, I, I don't know how to turn it into uh, a method, a system that really positions you as a leader. Or you might have that down, but then usually the next step of what I find is you might even have the messaging down, right? Messaging is great. Everybody's like, if something's not working in your business, it's usually messaging. The caveat to that, because I see some wonderful websites that have beautiful messaging, right? Or I shouldn't say wonderful websites. I should say Instagram pages. And if you do have a website and they might have really great content, really great messaging. And usually they are the experts. They are the geniuses who truly know what they're doing. And yet the presentation, the online presence, the brand, the personal brand doesn't match the quality. Like, it doesn't match the expert level. It makes it look almost like a beginner. And I see this, I'm just being super raw and real because I have read beautiful messaging, but we are visual people. People will judge something visually because nobody reads anymore. That's like the last thing that they do. So messaging is super important so that you know that you're speaking to your audience. But if the first impression is visually let's just say it doesn't visually match the level of expertise that you have, then how do you know they're gonna read the messaging? They might immediately get turned off and be like, nope. And I'm just saying from even personal awareness to I see just, again, these people that are so intelligent and so beautiful. And they, like I said, they truly know their stuff. This is my biggest pet peeve in the industry. Let's <laughs> just full transparency. Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. There are some people who are really great at messaging and marketing themselves. And then they really truly don't know what they're doing, but they're great at marketing and they're great at messaging. And then underneath the hood, it doesn't deliver the value. And I hear rumors about this and I've experienced this. It's just, they're great at marketing, but they're not always the experts. And then it breaks my heart to then have these in, intelligent, 
expert, like truly know their shit people. And yet then the branding doesn't match. It doesn't position them as being those leaders. It doesn't, it's branding is more than just the image and the looks obviously, but let's just say without getting into the details of the branding, um, it doesn't, it doesn't visually match and yet they're brilliant. And that breaks my heart every single time because those are the people who need to stand out. Those are the true experts. And so being able to then match that with a high quality online presence, that's magic. Those are the people that I truly believe, like those are the impact makers. Those are the change makers. Those are the true leaders. Those are the purpose driven entrepreneurs that aren't just out to like make a dollar. Of course, you're going to be successful financially, but there's a deeper heart behind the ones who are truly have an expertise because you truly want to see somebody succeed. You truly want to like help them in whatever way or capacity that is that your expertise offers. So turning your expertise into an online presence that positions you like the expert that you are. So being able to look at and do an overview, sort of take an assessment of what that looks like and, you know, check. I have honestly looked at some people's stuff and I'm like, wow, you're totally brilliant. But the way that they position it, I'm like, I don't know if I would hire them. Totally sounds like a judgment, but I've heard that from so many other people as well. So presentation is hundred percent key, especially if you want to make a major impact on the world. So all that being said, check <laughs> when you need to reinvent and maybe that's you and you need to rebrand. That's a whole stage of reinvention. So like I always say, you know, for the women who want to make a greater impact, for those that really truly are like purpose driven, you want to skyrocket past, you know, your um, ceilings, those invisible ceilings, you want to be able to have amazing, incredible success with ease because you have bigger goals, it's time to get better shoes. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Like Her podcast. I'm Sarah Delane. And if you wanna learn more on how you can shatter your glass ceilings and skyrocket success with ease, visit my website at saradelane.com. There you can get instant access to my free guide, how to stop stumbling in your stilettos.